Tuesday. And we are live. <laughs> and that's it. Well, welcome to the motherfucking Ish We Talk Show. Um, this is the first time in a long time that we have uh, actually did it together. But it's the 25th episode and we just going to do what it do. I apologize for uh, anywhere I look. I'm I'm gaining baby weight with my, my with my girl. I've gained like maybe ten pounds. I don't like the way I look. I usually be trying to be nice for y'all after my little first weight loss, but it is what it is. We gonna keep it motherfucking cracking. Um, and I'm gaining cousin weight. Ooh, and she's yeah. gaining cousin weight because she cousin motherfucking first because she's probably going to be one of the first motherfuckers to see Crimson face today. Bow because it's just like that nigga family orientated all day, baby. Uh, that was my gangster for the moment because I'm not. Uh, um, again, this is the Ish We Talk. We are brought to you by Amazon. Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. If you're on Apple Podcast, still give us a five star review. If you haven't already, please give us a five star review. It keeps us popping, keeps us doing the things we do. Now, let's get back to business because we was talking cash money shit before we went live, baby. We live. We live, baby. We live. Uh, what's the first thing you want to get on? Um, let's see here. Um, Bob, Bill Cosby being released. You want to get what, what show? Yeah. You want me to start? Yeah, you can go ahead and start. Okay, bet. Bill Cosby being released. First of all, I'll pray this to America's dad for getting out of prison. Um, I respect it, and I think he shouldn't have never went to prison, and let me justify what I'm saying, because I don't want nobody to come at me and think I'm bigging up a racist. I mean, excuse me, not a racist, a rapist. Um, he was at a civil trial. A civil trial does not give you jail time. If anybody ever looks on any books of anything, Civil trials do not mean arrest and put into prison. So he was on a civil trial. So even if he's got found guilty for anything, it would have been a cash settlement and he would have got to go home and do whatever he was supposed to do. And that's what they do to a lot of white people and they should have did the same thing to Bill. So that's my argument on that. He should have never been in jail in the first place. But I will say this. It is uh, seven degrees of separation. I don't believe Bill raped a hundred women or hundreds of women. I don't believe that. I believe to what he admitted. You know, and so because I believe in what he admitted, the statutes of limitations do not um, uh, do not afford him jail time. So all that was just a bogus rap. And I know people going to hate me for saying that, but Bill got a bogus rap. Okay, um, so just for the people in the back, explain, please. Um, statutes of limitation on any type of rape charges is, I think, seven years. Um, but I'm not so, for sure. But um, in regards to what you're saying about 
what he admitted to. Uh, what he admitted to was actually drugging women and having sex with them. Um, what he alluded to was this is what everybody was doing back in the day. And a lot of those women were privy to what he was doing. That's what he admitted to. Okay. So, uh, as a person that believes in the mentors, and as certain people has a took a step back or two or three on what they said about Bill and a lot of people have come out as point blank saying they lied um, this is where my seven degrees of separation uh, comes in like I believe that maybe what when, when Bill was throwing parties and doing whatever and doing that some women got taken advantage of I don't believe that Bill did it though I believe in what he admitted to Okay. you know I, I believe seven degrees of separation is, yeah, you, you drugged her at this party and and this because I never want to downplay any type of rape victim or anything. She and she might have got viol, uh, uh, violated, but I don't think Bill did it. But uh, the fact of the matter was you were the cause of the situation. So, yeah, you, you get that. You get that. And if the statute of limitations was forever like a murder charge is then you were supposed to get everything you were supposed to get because you admitted to actually dr drugging women so you get that but because it, the statute of limitations it is what it is and because i really fully don't think that you raped a hundred or, or hundreds of women because a sexual demon like that would have been got caught mm -hmm. i i gotta i gotta ride for Thank God he's free because, well, not even thank God. Let me scratch that because I don't want to put God in this. Uh, well, thankful that he's free because the judicial system would have played it better for a white man than they would for Bill. So shout out to Bill Pills Cosby getting out. And I will continue to call him Pills Cosby because that's what it is. I'm not condoning rape. I'm condoning the charges. You know, the charges did not should not involve jail time because it was a civil case. You know, um, I, I had to explain this to my girl, like it's a big difference why I ban R. Kelly and why I'm defending Bill's case. I'm not saying Bill's not a rapist. We're going to always have to put that stigma out there because that was the charge. But we have evidence, and it wasn't a civil case. It was, it was a... R. Kelly just did some fucked up shit. And then he had tapes to prove it. And the tapes was like, it was some tapes they was like, we're not even gonna give this to the public because it's too graphic and, it's, and it is minors. So that's why I don't defend R. Kelly, but I will defend Bill Cosby's case. Yeah. Um, R. Kelly is something indefensible. Yeah. You can't really defend. R. Kelly. Um, but there is a lot of BS with the Bill Cosby situation. Um, yes. At the end of the day, the way that that situation was set up, he was not supposed to get um, charged criminally. You know, so I'm, oh, that's me. That's why um, my 
But um yeah, so thank you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he wasn't supposed to be charged criminally, so I'm glad that they finally acknowledged that fact and he's out on that. Um, as far as him being guilty, I mean that's a lot of women. So I'm not gonna sit up here and say everybody's a lie, he's innocent. I don't believe that. What I do believe is that everybody wasn't raped. What I do believe is that I don't care how big you feel Bill Cosby was or is or whatever. At the end of the day, some of them women were white women claiming they were getting raped in the 60s. You mean to tell me that a white woman couldn't speak out in the 60s against a black man. I'm glad you said that cuz I can't I can't say that without them saying I'm on some masculine shit. Yeah, that one that one to me is hard to believe. Um but at the end of the day the man's out. So um whether you feel like he did it or not um he's out. You know. <laughs> Glenn says, what's up, you crazy cats and kittens? <laughs> hey, Glenn, what's going what's on? What's up, man? <laughs> you still laying in, the dead, uh, laying in the bed like a hot dad, nigga? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, that whole thing with, with Bill Cosby. And then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, you want us to respect the, the justice system when it comes to all these injustices but now you want to get mad and say this that and the third when the justice system prevails like you can't you can't pick and choose so this one i probably will have to put in the box with oj on things i do not discuss with white people no (laughs) first of all take oj out the box listen um i know for a long time we have been respecting OJ and been pleading that not guilty verdict. But I will say this. The things that came out of OJ's mouth and the things he said after he said he wasn't guilty, I've never seen OJ went up there and killed Nicole and Ryan Goldman. I will never say that. But that nigga knew something. And I'm a, I, I will die on that because... Anytime a nigga came out with a book called If I Did Do It, he's saying that because na-na-na boo-boo, you can't touch me. And niggas is arrogant. And once OJ realized that he wasn't OJ, aren't thou Simpson to white people, he was black-ass OJ, that's when he tried to start rubbing shit in motherfuckers' uh, face. Ex- especially white people. That's why they made him spend all those years for a robbery that really shouldn't have been a robbery because he took his own shit back. Yeah. You know, you, we got to call a spade a spade, right. man. That nigga I've knew what the that. fuck he was doing. I've always said that about OJ. Like, he got charged with robbery, but he got convicted for murder. Exactly. Yeah. So, and he got sentenced for murder. But, if he yeah. would have stayed quiet, them white people would have never fucked with him like that. Yeah. For the fact that nigga came out with that book, if I did do it. But that was a money grab. 
Which I get because that that murder trial did cost a lot. It cost a lot, but nigga, you don't incriminate yourself no. to the world. It ain't about the criminal system anymore because you got off. Statutes of limitations say they cannot trial you again because of double jeopardy. Um, you still shouldn't have did that though. You killed yourself reputation wise. That money grab is, is, is a double-edged sword, man. And you got to think about that because you still got to live and breathe. It would be a difference if OJ had a terminal illness and he was going to die in three months. He could have said whatever the fuck he wanted to say. Yeah. But because you're still living and breathing to have to go around this motherfucker with people actually walking up to you like, I just want to shake the hand of a murderer. You shouldn't have said nothing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would have liked for him to have stayed quiet, but stranger things happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, Glenn says his son Jason did it. I heard that before too. There's there's a lot of rumors on who did it. Yeah, man, no. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we might have to have a whole podcast about that. Yeah, a whole. Because it's a whole conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's seven conspiracy theories out here about OJ. Yeah. Shit. Kato got famous again because of conspiracy series about OJ fucking Simpson. Point. Kato Kalen, one of the most C actors you're ever going to meet in life, have became you, one of the highlights of the 90s because of OJ Simpson. Have you ever watched his death? Um, his trial, I mean, his um, testimony. Mm-hmm. That shit is hilarious. Yeah. That shit is hilarious. I uh, fuck with Kato. Kato. <laughs> uh, he's the worst. I fuck with Kato because Kato tried his best not to incriminate himself, but to throw everybody else under the bus. <laughs> it was like, he ain't got shit to do with that. I just stand and get y'all have to listen to that shit, man. Yeah. And like, Glenn says, yes, I have receipts. Oh, okay, Glenn. <laughs> All right, but back to what we were initially talking about, which was Bill Cosby. So, Bill, Bill. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to put him and LJ in that box because this is this is not something I can discuss with white people, like. On if it's okay or not okay or what have you, like, uh, he's out. He's out. Yeah. I can't discuss it with white people or women in general because a lot of women yeah. will, you know, they'll take offense. And I, like I said, I'm not downplaying anybody that got violated, one uh, woman or a male. Mm -hmm. You know, I would never do that. That is not the way I react to things. I want to be so empathetic on a lot of things, but I do believe that a lot of those things were made up and I do believe if any woman actually really feel violated it wasn't Bill you know there's a lot of things um, that come into play when it comes to somebody being violated and one thing that we do need to look into when it comes to discussing if someone's been violated or not is the, the law system as a whole like, there's a lot of loopholes and technicalities and stuff like that that's involved um, when it comes to those types of cases. So we kind of really need to look at 
changing the law on how we handle them. Um, maybe we need to change the, change it um, in regards to sexual limitations. Maybe we need to change it in regards to how they handle it. Like <clears throat> a lot of those situations happen when it's just two people: the victim and the mm-hmm. um, the um, person being accused. Yeah, the accuser. You know, so um, or the accused. Yeah, the accused and the victim. So it's like maybe we need to try to figure out a different way to handle these situations, being sensitive to the victim, but also understanding that a person should be innocent until proven guilty, you know? So, um, and then also understanding that the system is flawed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that on that. <laughs> yeah, that's that on that. Um, again, I, I really want to uh, uh, stamp that me, Lindsay, or anybody that loves and respects the issue we talk is not condoning anybody violating anybody. Uh, like I said, I'm only, I, I can only defend uh, what the law is. And so I was defending the law on the civil case. He should not have served jail time on a civil case. Um, as far as what anybody's um, recollection of what conspired in those times, we don't have no dog in that fight and we're not going to try to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's unfortunate and I hope that um, the victims um, get a uh, any type of closure that they need, counseling, what you know, that's a that's a hard pill to swallow. So I mean, it is what it is. But we're gonna move on from that because it can get deep. Yeah, it can get real deep. Um, before we move on, one last comment. Um, Glenn says none of those skeezer stories held up to questioning. They got caught in lies, and the main accuser changed story more than Beyonce in concert. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah, uh, for lie. the ones who are uh, who are victims of this type of violation, we are not downplaying y'all. No, 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 not at all, not in the least. Um, but some of them bitches knew better. Okay, now move <laughs> on. Let's move on. Yeah, so that's that on that. Um, so next topic is versus yes absolutely so um on july 1st there was a versus battle between keith sweat and bobby brown it was done at the essence festival um i believe this year is i believe it's just virtual again yeah i think it was virtual they have people there, though. They have people there, but I believe it's still just only virtual, so maybe they just had a limited amount of people. Like maybe they're doing the festival and not the award show? No. no they, I think the festival was always by itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, no shade to Essence or the festival or the people that go to festivals, but um, that's a bit too many people for me. I never knew that um, Essence really had a whole... Like, 
event for days oh, yeah. about it and took girls trip. Really? Uh, yeah, well, I was yeah. like, that really? That's what? That's, like, yeah. that's really top-notch shit. I yeah. was, I did not know. I thought Essence just had an award show. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the Ethnic Festival, it was a festival. Yeah. Like, that's I just thought niggas deal. was just putting words together. No, no, no. It's a big deal. It lasts for several days in New Orleans. Uh, um, During this time of the year, during 4th of July. Didn't yeah. know that. We should big up that more. We should really push that more. Yeah. Like, now that I know what it is. Like, because that's black excellence at its core. Because it's celebrating people for days. Yeah. Not just a bias. moment. Like. Yeah. It's for us by us, and it's like it's like big top tier shit. Like yeah, how, um, Coachella is. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't as astronomical as Coachella, obviously, but like and it's, but it should be. Yeah, and if more of us was aware of it, it would be. Yeah, yeah, not because I, I wasn't know aware of it. Gone that have had a ball. Me personally, that's a bit too many people for me. All together, I need my own chair. Like, they are, like, it's a legit festival, like, but, um, but kudos to them. <laughs> Glenn says, that's where you go to catch a cougar with good, good credit. <laughs> yeah, they, they do be out. They do be mm-hmm. out. Hey, listen, if I was single, I would go to the Agnes, F, uh, uh, whatever, Essence Festival mm-hmm. to really fucked down on something because I know it's going to be something there if I was single <laughs> I, my girl is just as twisted as I am and she going to tell you like yeah I done went there to fuck something too oh my okay it would have been like because it's so many it would have been so many beautiful black people yeah yeah so if it's hey man it, it just would not be right unless you caught a vibe yeah yeah like Protect yourself when you catch a vibe, but catch that vibe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Essence is a big deal. So, um, kudos to Essence. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so they did the um, the verses at Essence Fest, um, and the shit was garbage. <laughs> the shit was garbage, y'all. Listen, spoiler alert. Keith Sweat is way too old. Bobby Brown is way too fucking high to ever do some shit like this. I mean, it was a filler for the Essence Festival, but they didn't need it. Um, I don't agree with this. Uh, they could have they could have did the verses without them two fumbling over each other like grumpy old men. I don't agree with this opinion. I think it was a great verses. She's lying. I do. I, now, this is what I will agree with you on. Um, R.I.P. to Bobby Brown's vocals. Um, Everybody's talking all this stuff about him. Shit was whack as a motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, um. His dance moves aren't dead, but they are on life support. I think his dance moves is on fucking uh, comatose. This nigga shit. His son saved him. <laughs> yeah. Now his son, his, I can see his son being the second coming, which is unfortunate because Bobby Brown Jr. 
um, was an entertainer too. Yeah. R.I.P. to him. Um, and he was pretty good. I followed him on Instagram. He was pretty good. So um, it's sad that he's gone. That we won't get to see his him at his max potential. The sins of your father were burdening the son. It, 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 it was. It was. That's the tragedy that happened to Bobby. Um, yeah. Especially with all the shit that he's been through. Yeah. Like, for him, for us to still see him is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Even though, even though that voice is gone. That voice is out of here, yeah. Jack. Even though the voice is gone, but just for us to lay eyes on him is a blessing because he's been through way too much. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's that. Um, the highlight of the night, I would say, is Key Sweat getting, um, getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's worth watching if you don't know who Key Sweat or Bobby Brown are. He that's really showed his age getting drunk. Yeah. I had to look it up. He's like 59. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know he was that old. But, um... Yeah, I, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I grew up on Key Sweat and Bobby Brown. More so, Key Sweat than Bobby Brown. She gonna keep saying this, y'all. So, this this is key. Yeah. It's gonna keep her this holds safe. Me, this holds a special part or a special place in my heart. Um, especially just to see both of them getting their flowers. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. You know. Um, respect. Respect. I didn't appreciate. Uh, Pleasure P at all. Pleasure P could have stayed backstage. Like, it was cute for Tank to come out, you know. Um, but Pleasure P giving that little speech or whatever, he like killed the vibe. And, and you can tell, like, once he started talking about how, what he was saying to people in the comments and stuff, it was just like, obviously, they don't know what's going on in the comments because they're on stage. So, why are you bringing that up? You know, let them find out after the fact. But Bobby Brown was over it at that point, and he had one more song to sing, or one more song to present. So he walked off. Like it, the song was, but the song was still playing, and he walked off. Like that's how much over it he was after Pleasure P gave his uh his little speech. So yeah, and he was like off key too. They were singing. They were singing nobody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they passed the mic to them, and they were off. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so if we could do a versus minus Pleasure P from now on, that would be great. I, I, yeah, Pleasure P shot himself in the foot, and I will say um, it's it's bad because uh, Tank, what's Tank been dealing with these past uh, uh, year? Uh, with his health, that was great for him to come out. Mm -hmm. That was really was. great. And for him to actually, you know, um, be able to hear the music mm -hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, and, and sing vocally, um, that was amazing. No one needed a pleasure. No one gave a... F Bro, this not your time. I this hate party crashes. This is not your time. He's not a party days. crasher. Tank was showing acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. You're a party crasher. Right. Even Tank had to tell him, nigga, don't sing to me. Sing to the crowd. Right. Fuck are you doing? You right. don't want to look me in the face and show your vocals. Nigga, don't sing to me. Sing to the right. fuck like, you, what are you doing. doing? <laughs> like, this ain't about us. What is this? 
I can't get jiggy with this. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make it like, damn, you. I, I can say, every man, you, you can tell who's a better nigga, man. He's a better nigga. Like, anytime you get on two legends platform and act like you were the highlight of the show, yeah. it's a great disservice to the legends. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm. Like I said, if we can do verses from here on out, minus Pleasure P, that'd be great. He'll never, you'll never see a pretty Ricky versus anything because of his situation. Yeah, right. And unfortunately, he's the face of Pretty Ricky. Exactly. So you'll never, you'll never they see. That. I said 20. that when I watched it. I said I would never be a Pretty Ricky versus. They ain't got twenty, so it don't matter. Yeah. Shit, Romeo didn't have twenty, and they wanted to throw that nigga in there. That was people talking. I'm sure I'm sure Swiss and Tim was like, he ain't got 20. We're not going to waste our time. I hope so. Shit. We're not going to waste our time. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so actually, let's uh, let's go through the songs. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. Dual screen action shit popping. Something Just Ain't Right by Key Sweat versus Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cruel. Who'd you have? We know who you grew up with. Uh, I'm not going to go there and say that. Um, even though Something Just Ain't Right was a good start, Bobby came out the gate punching. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So don't be cruel. About to say, don't be yeah. cruel. Hands down, beat yeah. the slobber out that shit. <laughs> Not it's, the slobber. <laughs> don't mean nothing. Something, something, just say. Don't be cruel. Right. Nigga. <laughs> you like, fuck out of here. Fuck you talking about, nigga. We talking about hits, bitch. Hey. You, had the, you had the hood. I had the world. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> round two. Um. Key Sweats, Make You Sweat versus New Edition, Mr. Telephone Man. Make You Sweat because it was Keith. Even though Mr. Telephone Man is a worldwide hit, I'm not, this is still I'm not, Keith. I, I get what you're saying. However, New Edition, even though Keith Sweat was joining them about it, Keith, New Edition being played is not a cheat code. It's not. You know it's a superior advantage, though. It is. It is. Um, so for that... You got to give it to Keith. No, you I don't want to give it to you Keith won't, for that. You, you, you want Mr. to. Mr. Telephone Man is good. It is. Mr. Telephone... Uh, amazing. And Bobby Brown sung his heart out in that chorus. He did. But Keith singing Keith and not needing any help... And not having someone write that shit. 
you gotta give it to him. Cause you and can't say make you sweat ain't a bad is a bad song. No, absolutely not. And on top of that, the way that he ushered the song in was dope. Cause he was like, can't nobody or can't too many people say that they could put their name in the title of a song. Exactly. I get that. I get that. Um, God, but Mr. Telephone Man is such a good song. Make you sweat. All right. Um. So round three. Alright, um, Key Sweats, How Deep Is Your Love versus New Edition, Jealous Girl. Key Sweat. <clears throat> hey, I was about to say, we're not even We're gonna, not even going to argue that one. Not going to argue that. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, round four, Key Sweat, I'll get out, give all my love to you versus Bobby Brown's girlfriend, Key Sweat. Key Sweat. Yeah. Um, round five, Key Sweats. How do you like it? Part two versus Bobby Brown's Girl Next Door. Key Sweat. Key Sweat. Yeah. Um, especially because he played the left eye version. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, round six, Key Sweat's Right and Wrong Way versus New Edition Hit Me Out. Key Sweat. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> I, I mean, that, uh, Hit Me, me off, off was hard. That was a it vibe. was hard, but it wasn't Bobby alone. Yeah, but even if it was Bobby alone, right and wrong way. Come on now, you may be young, but you're ready. Pause, cause, yeah, but pause though, because those lyrics are controversial. They are. <laughs> so, okay. but he didn't say underage. He you didn't can say be young, under and not underage. Still white people would be like, my daughter was only 17. In Missouri, 17 is an adult. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's an adult. Keith was serving her dick, man. <laughs> Fucked up, ain't it? It's the real truth. It's the oh real truth, God. y'all. That oh nigga probably God. got arrested, and then his lawyers was like, y'all got to let him out. So, yeah, uh, let's go back to the list. Um, round seven, Key Sweats, Telling Me No Again versus New Edition, You Don't Have to Worry. Now, this pissed me off because the version that they played of You Don't Have to Worry is the trash-ass version. I, that's what I was about to say. It was the whack version. Yes, they needed to play the remix, the Diddy remix with Missy. Now, if they would have played that remix, he would have won. I would have gave it to Bobby for that. However, they didn't. So, I have to give it to Key Sweat. You got to. I said the same thing. Yeah, I was like, what are they doing? So, next round. Um, Key Sweat featuring Snoop Dogg, Come and Get With Me versus Bobby Brown, Thug Lovin'. Now, I thought that the Thug Lovin' song was featuring Bobby Brown. No. Uh, it was featuring Bobby Brown. Yeah, but the way that they said it on there, they were saying it like it was Bobby Brown's song. And I was like... But they didn't explain it, though. Yeah. If they would explain, like, I, I, Bobby had this song, Ja Rule had the lyrics, they put it together, and then it's the collabo, it, it would have been that, but they didn't explain that. Yeah. So I've always thought Thug Love was a feature. Right. Now, I mean, feature. And they, saying I that... they didn't even say Ja Rule. Saying that... I will say this. I know you're getting bored dealing with him 
Don't you want my loving thug, loving thug, loving? Because I know you're getting bored. That was amazing to me at 14, 15. No, take that lot back. I had adults. to be like. We was adults. Yeah, I, it, it was 2000 or something. Yeah. So I was like, in, at like either 19 or 20. What was that like? When did that come out? It was in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if it was pre or po- I think it was right before the whole um, 50 Cent Ja Rule situation. I think it was. And that had to, it, it was early 2000s. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ja Rule. And you faster than me. Came out in 2002. 2002. Which means... They had that song between 2000 and 2001. Yeah, it was on The Last how, Temptation. Yeah. So that's Ja Rule's song feature. Because of how, uh, what is that, Polymetro or whatever that shit, back then when CDs were actually getting printed, mm-hmm. they that shit had to be printed out a year before that shit even came to light because they wasn't changing anything. Nowadays, you can change whatever and then just stream it. But right. back then, it wasn't like that. So, I was like 19. Yeah, 2000, 2002. 2002, I yeah. was 19. 19. So, yeah, I was nigga, 19. yeah, thug. That, that shit, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to give it to Bobby on that. Yeah. Because I loved that shit. Um, let's see. Glenn says, um, how do they have Bobby winning these rounds and clearly his songs aren't the winner? I know. You know, when I saw, when I read the Billboard score, um, scoreboard, I initially saw that they had Bobby Brown winning. And I was like, you know what? I'm not mad at them saying Bobby Brown winning. Then when I went and saw the rounds, because they had him winning by a big amount, and I was like, I can't mm-hmm. get behind them him winning damn near a landslide. Like I can't, I can't get behind that out. Like I would have bought it if it wasn't a landslide. But the thing is, we're we're looking at people who are watching verses because it's a trend. So we're watching people that probably never ever heard of Keep Sweat. But they know about Bobby Brown because of the whole biopics of New Edition and everything that they came out. You know, so it's a bias in the voting booth. Well, not even not even just that, because somebody had brought up this on Twitter because they were saying, "Now is Keith Sweat black people famous?" Or and then it was a lot of people in the comments like, "I know about Keith Sweat. My I had his album and and my parents listened to him too and all this kind of stuff." And I got in the comments because I remember there was a certain point in Keith Sweat's career where he was big on MTV. And that was when the self-titled album was out, which is the album with nobody on it. Mm-hmm. Now, it had Twisted on it. It had um, Just a Touch. All three of them songs got were heavy rotation on MTV. So I do remember a point when Key Sweat was a big deal to white people and black people. He was a bigger deal to black people, of course. However, in the same breath... Bobby Brown was the next best thing since sliced bread at he one was. point. But they marketed him so well. He was astronomical in overseas, especially in Japan, and especially around the, the Ghostbusters time. And that's you what I was about to say. They marketed a total disaster yeah. and made it something because of Bobby Brown. Yeah. So um, Bobby Brown was a bigger deal to white people than Key Sweat was, but I'm not going to discredit Key Sweat. He was a big deal to white people, too. Um, so it ain't like they don't, they just don't know him. Now, they probably haven't listened to him since nobody, but, yeah. 
They they know about King Swift. And, but because I've never had that argument because <clears throat> I actually, you know what I'm saying, uh, knew, I mean, my mother was a hippie, so I knew a lot of white people that loved Keith Sweat. Mm-hmm. So I never, you know what I'm saying, I would have never even pegged that argument. I do peg that as of recently with how the internet and, and how things pop. Um, Bobby Brown is the bigger name. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be a land. Like I said, it, it, it's just disproportionate in the voting booth because uh, a lot of these young bulls have never heard of Keith Sweat. Yeah. But a lot of these young bulls heard of Bobby Brown because of all the biopics and the, the deaths that shit. has happened to him. Yeah. Like, all Bobby Brown been through some shit. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Brown lost his wife, his daughter, and his son. Yeah. And, like, stare all like... In and, a 10-year period. Yes. You know? so. so, you, I mean... Of course, they're giving Bobby Brown his flowers like that because that's the only way they know how to. But Keith Sweat is a dominant f- uh, force. Like mm-hmm. Keith Sweat did it on his own and admitted he used to be jealous of the new <laughs> new addition mm-hmm. niggas, and right. that's what uh, fueled his fire. Right, right, and he and let's not forget he's one of the forefathers of New Jack Swing. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> so, um, but anyway, uh. Yeah, that this is the first time I've ever been like, Billboard got it wrong with the scorecard. Totally got it wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, for this round in particular, which is so crazy, I totally forgot about this Snoop Dogg featured song. But as soon as they played it, I was like, yes, ma'am, that is the shit. Yeah. However, Thug Lovin' was a good bop too. And you so, just gotta give it to Thug Lovin', man. I, if anything, I would have to call a tie. I can't call it. I could because that Snoop song was hidden. I swear that, that shit such, hit. That is such a groove, right? I'm here. never gonna deny that from Snoop. That's a vibe. Um, but that Thug Lovin' when Ja Rule was at his pinnacle. Yeah. Uh you gotta give it that. Uh, <laughs> for even it to be a Ja Rule and a Bobby Brown. Understand, that's why I said I'm never downplaying Bobby Brown. Because understand, when Ja Rule got Bobby Brown, that skyrocketed him to somewhere he didn't know he could go. Facts, facts. Yeah, because everybody so, was like, wait a minute, Bobby Brown? Yeah. Features in the in this millennium? Exactly. You know? So, so. I, I, I just have to give it to that. I have to give it to, uh, I got to give it to Thug Lovin', man. I, I, I totally, I totally understand you giving it to Thug Lovin'. I just can't 100% say Thug Lovin' because that Keith Sweat and Snoop Dogg is such a vibe. It's it's such an undeniable vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. We're talking about a fucking banger, though. Both of them, though. Yeah, not so much. Come on. All right. You say that. (laughs) Not so much. Alright, so what'd you hear? Did you hear Snoop Dogg and nigga shit? Or did you hear Thug loving and nigga shit? Come on. I heard both of them and nigga shit. Man, like you got you gotta give it to that. That beat, that beat knocks. I'm not denying that it. That beat knocks. What I'm saying is the majority of the time, niggas was and I know you're getting bored dealing with him. <laughs> niggas was doing that. Yeah. Niggas was doing that. Yeah. Right. As a 19 year old kid, I watched old niggas loving that shit. Yeah, but that 
that that keep and sweat. That that keep that, that, that keep and snow was hard, but yeah. nigga, and I know vibe. you getting like, bored. Come on, and, the, and to have that nigga damn near slide across the stage with his coke mouth. Oh, and he was holding his coke mouth just to let you know it was real. The nigga was sliding across the stage with two fingers on his coke chin, and I know you're getting bored. Yeah, yes, yeah. Got me fucked up, yeah. nigga. That one. He, he sung his heart out on that song. And his voice was still trash, but it was raspy and hard. Yeah. It was on the verge of being trash. Because the, the raspy ain't always a bad thing. And it, and it worked. You play back this, uh, America, and that's exactly how you sound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so round nine. Key Sweat featuring Cut Close, Get Up On It, versus... Bobby Brown, one more night. That's Keith. Keith. That's that get up on it. That I was about to say, this is the song you should have had a problem with. Yeah. Because this is the song I had a problem with. This is the one I was like, ooh. Because I Want Her was hard. That was yeah. that was um really early New Jack Swing, and it was yeah. so dope. Mm-hmm. But Get Away? Seen you last night. Saw you standing there. Couldn't picture the color of your hair. All I wanted to know was, was you really there? <laughs> hey. Hey. Listen. That was a slap. It was. I, and and that was my mama started, slap. Right. And the way the song started, that, ooh, boom, do, 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 do. Like, come on. That, I want to. Yeah. yeah. I want yeah, that, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, listen. But get away was get away yeah. was really good. So I can't be away from the madness, far from the noise and the darkness. It's not too late. There's gotta be a way for me to escape all this nonsense. Get away. Yeah. I think it was for us. I think it was for the youth. <laughs> I think Getaway was for the youth at the time. And then they kicked it in the um, what's that called? The video. Have you do you remember yeah. the video? They kicked it. Yeah, they kicked it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's 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 a hard one for me. Cause I remember Getaway and I remember it being a bop for yeah. us. Yeah. So Glenn says, um, black, white, and black people both been making babies off Key Sweat. If you haven't made one to his music, you were you were made it. We were what? You were made it. You were made. If you damn. haven't made one to his music, you were made it. So they, that motherfucker just was made to fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> you got you get with her over there, and you get with her him over right. there, and you just get you just fuck and make some babies. But <laughs> 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 then he, he also says. Uh, when he jumped out that helicopter, high as giraffe's ass, that was a highlight. <laughs> it was! 
Because he jumped out immediately into dance mode with his <laughs> finger across his mouth. I think he meant to hit his nose, but the way it, it was already too late, he had to finish it. Right. He did do that. I ain't Nigga. Yeah, he did that. He did that shit. <laughs> I got to give it to I want it, man. I want it. I gotta give it. I, I want to. I, I want to be on some uh, neutral shit and say both, cause I know that song was a bop for me. Getaway, just the notes that Bobby was hitting on Getaway alone. Uh, and but was it Bobby or was it Ralph? Cause Ralph. No, that's a Bobby Brown song. Yeah, but I know. Uh, you know, Ralph used to actually go in there and help him sing. Oh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, if you never knew that, um, Bobby did an interview. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you could just look up Bobby interviews. I'm sure they're on YouTube. But he had uh, he had expressed how, you know, uh, Ralph was always a great friend to him. And when he would go to the studio drunk, Ralph was a great legend because he started off trying to sound like um, Michael Jackson. So he knew how to hum his voice. And when <coughs> Bobby was too drunk, Ralph would sing those sing his bars for him. So he always get much respect for Ralph. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, round 11, um, guys. Oh, let me go back because round 10 was kind of weird because Key, Key Sweat started out and then um, they they did all their rounds. And then when it got to 10, I think Key Sweat played merry-go-round. And then that's when the DJ was like, okay, y'all sung 10 songs. So Bobby Brown didn't even get to do one to combat that one. And then when they came back, that's when they continued. So it was kind of weird there. Like, Keysway kind of snuck in that extra song, but it wasn't on I don't think he tried to because, like, at the end of the day, that's when he was like, oh, shit, I think I shot shot my shot. Yeah. I think he he shot his load too quick. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it it wasn't on purpose. Like I think that I think that was a um I think that was out on the DJ for that. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, back to the to the list. Round eleven is which this was news to me and a bunch of other people on Twitter. Definitely me. Uh guys less chill versus Bobby Brown featuring Aquil Davidson's That's the Way Love Is. I thought that was one of the Marleys, but what do I know? Um, yes. Key Sweat is one of the writers for Let's Chill. He's not credited, and according to Genius, because they was in the comments um, on Instagram, it was a dispute between, because it's only Teddy Riley and this other guy that are credited for writing that song. And according to Genius, the other guy that's credited him and Keith Sweat had a dispute, and that's the reason why he's not credited on the song. But he did, in fact, help write Let's Chill. So, of course, that goes to Keith Sweat. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I was about to say, we're not going to do that. Yeah. As much as we went, uh, he, uh, Bobby did them new edition shits. Now, I get it, but yeah. um, that, uh, that uh, that's the way love is, is not popping as hard as Let's Chill. Mm-hmm. No, and I do remember Bobby Brown recording this song on his uh, reality show. Cause remember he was he was working with the Marleys, real heavy. 
while he was on the uh, reality show because he was supposed to be coming out with a new album during that time and that was one of the songs I never knew that songs to come out but I guess they did but yeah that's without a question let's chill um oh no 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 I take that back that ain't the song it's this next uh this next round that I'm thinking of this is the song that Bobby Brown um recorded on the reality show okay with the Marley's um this beautiful song and that's going up against Silk's Freak Me which I knew Key Sweat did write that song so um yeah so Silk's Freak Me versus yeah we knew yeah I was about to say yeah we knew uh, uh, Key Sweat came out with Silk yeah versus Damien Junior Gone Marley featuring Bobby Brown beautiful of course that goes to Freak Me um yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a classic. Listen, anytime you start any album with your sex has got it going on, don't you know <laughs> your sex has got it going on? Like you already know. Yeah. Like at that time, that was pushing all letters. Yeah, the fact that Freak Me was getting played in heavy rotation on the radio was a big deal because just the beginning, Freak Me, baby. Listen, let me lick we you were, up and down till you say stop. We were literally telling bitches, let me freak you. You know how stupid that is? Let's, let's just put it in perspective of what it is. We had our whole teenage dicks out saying, let me freak you. That's how much of an impact yeah. that song was. Right. So, we're, yeah, we're not even yeah. going to get And they didn't that. even, yeah. like... They didn't even edit the song or make a radio version of the song. No. If anything, the radio version was shorter. But I don't even think they made it shorter, to be honest. Remember, all they songs was fucked up. What was that one song, uh, Let Me Look You Up and Down? That's this. This nigga. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking of the lyrics. I mean, sorry, not the song, but the lyrics. I yeah. mean, uh, it's, this nigga said, yeah. I love the taste of whipped cream. Hey. Spread it all over me. Nigga, and you know in the hood, you know what we used to say. Swear to God, hands in the Bible. What? Niggas would laugh all day. Niggas used to be like, "I love the taste of whipped cream." Hey, spread it on my dick lane. Cause we knew what this song was about. Cause we knew this fucking song was about fucking nigga. I'm dead. I'm dead. I want a nigga. I, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, you are my nigga because you are as creepy as me. I swear to God. Say we didn't say this shit. This shit went from Missouri to Kansas, nigga. I'm so dead. Oh, my God. Yes. I am a deceased. Yeah. You are crazy. I never heard that. You know how quick I, I, I can't make that up. That shit came right off the cuff. <laughs> I didn't even Because I, I knew how that song went I knew what niggas was saying Niggas was literally looking bitches in the face Saying I love the taste of whipped cream Hey Spread it on my dick of lane. Girl just don't be me Yeah Yeah Real shit Oh my god Hey I'm an 80's baby We was fucking well my nigga Oh my god I'm so dead I'm so dead. Oh, God. Here go Glenn. <laughs> Glenn says, yep, we were singing this shit. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> exactly! I'm telling you the truth. 
I'm telling you the truth, world. And every nigga that's watching this right now to be like, you so right. We knew what the lyrics was. We was looking bitches dead in the face. Oh saying dingling. My dingling. Yeah. <laughs> we was literally looking bitches dead in the face like spreading on my dingling. <laughs> hey, and that voice. <laughs> oh I'm sorry for anybody that I fucking offended oh as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> but I was serious as hell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um Yeah. <laughs> so that um yeah, that was a point to Keith Sweat. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So yes it was. Three, Change the generation. Change my life. <laughs> so round thirteen. Um Keith Sweat's Keep It Coming versus Bobby Brown Good Enough. I do like Keep It Coming, but good enough. I was about to say, yeah, we we not doing that. Yeah. We're not even going. Keep It Coming is cute. Keep It Coming with, that that was a hit. Yeah. That was a hit, hit. Yeah, but it ain't good enough. Good enough was the shit. Um, LSG, My Body. This is a hard round. Versus Bobby Brown with Whitney Houston, Something In Common. Now, before we get into this, <clears throat> if Ciroc... Do not sign Keith Sweat for an endorsement deal. Y'all are tripping because the way he came off the cuff with a whole something in common virgin to Ciroc, mm. that was classic. Mm. I didn't even think you was going to do that. Oh, my gosh. He was shooting his shots. I tweeted them. I tweeted Ciroc and Diddy. I was like, we need he was a shooting Keith this Sweat shot. commercial Stats. And if you was Puff, you should have said, hey, boy, call him. Dude. Cause I mean, he was like, Sherrock. Sure, like, <laughs> we am something. Like, just singing to it, like, just that off the shit. cuff. Like, that was perfect. Like That shit was so cool. Yes. Cause it it'd have been a difference if he was off key. Right. That was shit key. was so cool yes. that you can't do nothing but give him a space. You ain't gotta do that version. But you're definitely gonna do a version with Keith on there. You you got he has to have a major endorsement deal just off of that. You got to, man. Cause I mean, you give anybody you give the, you gave the nigga that was on uh, how high the little the the uh, Latino guy, <laughs> and you gave him a commercial. Give him your I ain't saying a commercial like that, but you put him in a commercial, my nigga. Mm -hmm. You could you could definitely put Keith in. Right, he needs a whole campaign. We need to see him in liquor stores on posters like how we used to see Billy D. Williams on Cold 45. Man, it works posters. every time. You know what I'm saying? It like, works he needs every a time, whole endorsement dude. deal. I will buy Sharrock every time. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I love uh, uh, Summer Watermelon. Do you? I, that shit is You know, the one I really liked was the one that was in the black bottle. If you drunk that with um, Sprite, it was perfect. I don't remember what kind that was, but it was perfect. <clears throat> but yeah, so you should fuck with us too, Diddy. Mm -hmm. Diddy, you should fuck with us too. Yeah. Just cause we just shot it out like two of your dope shit. Okay. I'm just right. Saying. You know, we are open for endorsements as well <clears throat> and sponsorship. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. You, you know. know, open the door. So round fourteen, who you got? 
I understand that uh, something in common was uh, it was something that should have it, it, it should have happened anyway because it was Bobby Brown and fucking the queen of whatever Whitney Houston. She was the queen of everything, uh, but <clears throat> LSG was just slap. LSG yeah. was just slap. To this day, my to body. My body all over you. It, I think what makes this round hard is because you don't want to turn your back on Whitney. You don't. <laughs> but you, but if we're if we gonna put aside the fact that it's the Whitney Houston, dead or alive, it's the Whitney Houston. If we put that to a side, it's an easy slam dunk for my body. But it's not making it easy because it's the Whitney Houston. Baby, it's your body. Yeah. In the middle of the night, with my body feeling for you, baby. Wanna call you up? Let you know it's what I'm feeling. Nine one one zero zero twenty four. Baby, it's an emergency. Call it, call it, cause I need some more. How would you like if I if I lay you down? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that alone right there should make you know that yeah, yeah. my body won. I, I feel like we was gonna say my body period, but yeah. it's just the point. We got we got yeah, we gotta be we got it. Okay. Yeah. And they gave it to Bobby Brown. See shit like that, you know. Stupid. That was stupid. <clears throat> so round fifteen, Key Sweat featuring Cut Close, Twisted versus Bobby Brown. Twisted. Moving <laughs> around. Twisted. Get up off my back, then it pan it back. Ain't nobody humping around. He was saying some shit on this song though. I get it. He I get really it. was. But he was at the verge of nobody ever listening to his music at the time. He was True. he was at the he that was, was in this the, is like the last song. Yeah. Album. He was in the yeah. shutout version and that wasn't good enough to make people uh keep the door open for Bobby. Yeah. That's why I give it to Twisted because Twisted was Twisted a dope. Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, and I even like the rap version. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I—that's when I started really seeing Key Sweat on MTV a lot. Was when Twisted dropped. So Twisted was a good crossover song for him. Um, and then Cut Close, their their vocals together are just. Like angels, you know what I'm saying. So come here, baby, and let me do it to you. Yeah. So like how cool that was without just saying I want to suck your dick. <laughs> Cutting close was really cold at making yeah. that shit sound what sound like I want to say everything I want to say without saying it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So um, round sixteen. <clears throat> Johnny Kemp's Just Got Paid versus Bobby Brown's Rockwitch. Now, I found out that day that Keith Sweat wrote Just Got Paid. But uh, it makes sense because it's, it's always, to me, sounded like one of his other songs. So, um... Yeah, I didn't know uh, Just Got Paid was his shit either. Yeah. And at this time, he was already lifted. He wasn't even he wasn't even completing the sentences. He was like, I just played the song. <laughs> right. Cassidy. 
Oh, you see, so you read my shit. See, so you read my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and shout out to Keith. I love, hey man, I love old man. Real, I love old man swag, and that nigga Keith is old man swagger. Yes. He should, yes. whatever he was smelling like on that stage, they should brand that shit. Absolutely. I, you know he was smelling like something expensive. I'm, ta- he, yeah. I'm talking about, he he smelled like, you know, if a nigga sit in your car and now your a car smell good and everybody know mm-hmm. it smell, so when a nigga sit in there and be like, what was Keith in here? Right. That, right. He they should bottle that. Smell. He definitely got a signature smell. Keith must have been in here, boy. This motherfucker's about like Keith. Right. You know Keith from down on 70 Yeah. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga <laughs> smell like Polo Red, <laughs> Zaza, and, <laughs> and Black Eyes. <laughs> and Black Eyes. <laughs> With a touch of lavender. Like, this nigga smell good as for fuck. The, ladies. the lavender for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga make you mad. You tell that nigga go over there, man. Hey, man, move, man. Come on, dog. I just came in the gym, man. You embarrassing me. <laughs> This nigga smell good as fuck. Right. And he had his jacket open, and you can see a, them couple of cuts. And then the little cuts in him, little. You know what and you nigga got that 60 year old cut. Right. And then the way his, his suit was, it was covered not to show a lot. Right. It, but just, just, a to, just to touch his body. Right. Like, man, just a touch. Man. <laughs> man, you man. Yes. A, a little, little bit. bit. Right. That's what he said. He said, hey, right. hey, Mr. Uh, Sweat, how do you want this suit? Make it right <laughs> just a little bit. And he's like, say no more. They got exactly <laughs> what to do. <laughs> right. Hey, Keith was phenomenal. I'm not, I, as much as I say that verses was trash, Keith oh was phenomenal, God. man. I feel like this is making you change your mind. I'm never well, gonna say it. Still was trash, well, <laughs> but Keith was phenomenal. I gotta get I, you. You gotta respect. You gotta respect Bobby too. Let's not get it twisted. I oh, yeah. respect what both of them. But both Bobby them. was the nigga that was like. Last minute, somebody said, "Hey, nigga, you know you're supposed to get ready for verses." She's like, "What the fuck? Hey, man, baby, give me one of them t-shirts out the pack." Right, they couldn't even get a, a, a babysitter. Just bring the right. babies. Bring the babies, man. Bring the babies. Shit, I got somewhere to be. I drunk all this goddamn shit. Right. We drinking some rock tonight? All right, well, I can't drink no more brown liquor. Like, this is what this nigga shit was on. Right. Glenn, so, Glenn says, you may be drunk, but you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, he also said... Um, it sounds like you're downplaying the Gerald Levert. You know, I'm not downplaying Gerald We would Levert. never downplay Joe. Rest in peace, Gerald yeah. Levert. Gerald Levert is, was, is, to this day, one of the best vocalists yeah. as far as uh, male R&B singers. Right. It's niggas and that can't hit Gerald too. Levert shit. I thought about him, too, on that round. You know what I'm saying? But we, what we're not going to do is act like it wasn't a hard decision to pick the song because of Whitney Houston. Man. You know what I'm saying? That was my point. But no, we're not downplaying the Gerald Nah, we're not now. doing that. We we're, we wasn't even downplaying the death of Gerald LaVert or anything yeah. like that. Um, it was just, this, if, it, if, if Whitney was alive and kicking, 
we still would be like, damn, that's a Whitney though. And it's it, you know? yeah, it still would have been uh, my body. Right, and it still would have been my body. Exactly. Like that you know shit was. If Gerald was alive and nigga, you know? baby, it's an emergency. Calling, calling, gotta have some more. Yeah. Yeah. Not denying that. Mm-hmm. If I lay you down, yeah. <laughs> Your body fits me like a glove. Man. Like, that's a very explicit. Baby, it's you, bro. Yeah, that shit, man. Come on, get yeah. the fuck out of here, that's nigga. Just, we love they, Gerald. How they used to get away with shit. Like, that's a real writer. Your body fits me like a glove. We all know what you're talking about there. But anyway. <clears throat> yeah, man. Back to round 16. Um. What do you think? Just got paid or rock with you? I gotta go rock with you. Rock with you? I gotta go rock with you. Like, I just, just got, got paid, paid was, was so... D- ho, ho! <laughs> like, people just still play that every other Friday. Like... Yeah, but Rock With You was that that was Bobby, so I gotta yeah. give it to Bobby. I, I, I give you that, but every time it you was get paid, you cannot tell me it was a that, hit, that song don't come in your head in some type of way, shape, form, or fashion. It was it was it was slap. Yeah. It was slap. <clears throat> but um, by default, because I gave a lot of things to Keith, which was new edition, uh from Bobby, uh I have to I have to give it to Bobby for that being his own. Okay. I get you that. Um, round 17, Keith Sweats, Make It Last Forever versus Bobby Make Brown. Make It Last Forever. <clears throat> you can continue to say rain. <clears throat> <clears throat> I did this on the last podcast, so it wouldn't, me, be, it wouldn't be right if I don't bless the ish we talk with this. So... <clears throat> The go. truth about Roni, she's a CO girl. About the sweetest little girl in, in the, the whole wide, wide world. She make the toughest homeboy fall deep in, in love. See, once you had a Roni, you would never get give her enough. She's a special kind of girl that makes her daddy feel proud. proud. You know the kind of girl that stands out in the crowd. Find a tender Roni and the Roni is so right. I think I'm going to love her. For the rest of my life. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, duh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it is, Roni. It, I did. It is Roni. I'm sorry. You, you say Roni now, and no, I was it, gonna say make it last forever. No, but <laughs> I, I really want to say make it last forever because make it last forever was that's uh, a staple. Vocally wise, doper than Roni. Yeah. Uh, and for like you know. For the swagger of what I, I, it, it was better. Like make it last forever was better. It was yeah. it, it was way better. Roni was uh, his phase out of teenage bop. Yeah, and but that I think Roni like when you think of Babyface's pen, that is like top tier. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so hard, but. Make It Last Forever is a statement. Yeah, Roni was yeah. hard, though. Roni is hard. Still Make It Last but, Forever. Okay, so like if we look at it like this, if we compare the album Don't Be Cruel to the album Make It Last Forever, what is the standout song on Don't Be Cruel? 
It's not nothing. Rony. It's not Rony. What is this? What is the standout song on "Make It Last Forever"? Make it last forever. So, with that being said, I know you don't want to say it. Let's make it last forever. Yeah. So. Oh, 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 I love you, baby. Hey. Yeah. And that, and remember that song had the Mariah Carey remaking it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean that. Yeah, that keep giving me kisses, kisses, love me, love me, hold me, hold me, squeeze me, yeah, squeeze, squeeze me, me. chillin', chillin', come on, come on, I love, love it, you know I love it. <laughs> Drops, like if you got some knock, it's a wrap. Shout out for Mariah Carey knowing how dope Keep Sweat was. Yeah, like, I know, I know. Yeah, that that song is just hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey man, I remember my mama. Anything that my mama ever danced to in my mind is a hit. Because my mama was a Jehovah Witness, so she didn't listen to worldly music. Mm, so anything right. that she listened to from the world that she liked, I have to deem it was yeah, a hit. it be a big deal, right. All right, so round 18, LSG featuring L. Cool J, Little Kim, and Busta Rhymes, Curious, versus Bobby Brown's On Our Own. Now, I did like Curious when it came out. However, it's On Our Own. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 That's on. On our own was hard. Let's just, hard hard. Let's just for the um, performance at the VMAs alone on our own would have won. Even if the song was a trash. I forgot song, all about it that won for that performance. How I didn't even think about that until you just pack. said that. Right. He you dropped his coat pack. back. Pick it up and don't miss a step. And don't miss a step. You that drop your hard. pack. Like, come on. But it's on our own. Yeah. You you, you know it. Yeah, that. Mm. Heart and soul. Dance. And that then, nigga was so hard for that. Yes. And then, on top of that, his son was singing and dancing to the song. That was so yeah. And that song is like over 30 years old and his son his I don't son even was, think his son is 10 yet no his son was giving him giving it the business yes yes it's like you can tell he studied yeah he, he loved his the daddy performances and he loved his dad. he yeah. know so in his early life his mother and the people around him have bigged up his father where he respects the shit out mm -hmm. of him and I love to see that yeah. because you don't really see that in a lot. Yeah. Nigga, even Bow Wow's motherfucking uh, uh, daughter was, was hesitant to come on stage. I just think she was being shy. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's she true. She was on the side. She was on the side, but she, she was, was hesitant to get up there. But Bobby's son was like, Daddy, we about to kick it, kick right. it. Right, right. I so thought that was fly. Getting, yeah, he was down there getting it. I love to see it. Um. So, 19, um, Key Sweat's Don't Stop Your Love versus Bobby Brown's Every Little Step. Every Little Step. Okay. Don't Stop Your Love was hard. Yeah. 
But every little step I take. It was so many people in the comments on Twitter them. that were talking about how they was just waiting for every little step. Yeah. And those same people probably never heard Don't Stop Your Love. When I'm up at night, I toss a turn. That would tell the phone. Hey. When I get your call, can't believe you called my home. As a matter of fact, it blows my mind. You even talk to me. Because a girl like you is like a dream come true. A real life man to see. Yeah, that shit was hidden. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Hi. What's up? We're going over the verses. Yeah, yeah. versus. Hey, that's my girl Jasmine. She just yeah. walked in. Hey. I think she's in France. Let's see. Yeah, she in France. Hey. Right. Yeah. Well, what's happening? I got the light going. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Lindsay. How you say hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. Every little step, of course. Man. So. Every little step. Uh, I remember when uh, uh, Mike Tyson uh, did the video over because he said he had a dream he was in the video. Yes, I that shit was about so that. hard. Yes, Mike I had totally moves back that. then. Mike yeah. could really dance. Yeah, I totally forgot he did that. Every know. little step, hey. Yeah, he was dancing. He had on them spandex shorts with the suspenders. Yeah, he was cheesing. <laughs> I, 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 that was the best, B. Yes. Yes. So. I'm smoking meat, so y'all get up. Oh. <laughs> so, um, we have round 20. Key Sweat featuring Athena Cage, Nobody, versus Bobby Brown's My Prerogative. Although we do love My Prerogative, um, I have to give it to Keith Sweat. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Keith Sweat's what? Keith Sweat's nobody versus my prerogative. Oh. You want to give it to Keith? I want to give it to Keith. I can't. Okay. I, I, because nobody is good. <clears throat> nobody is damn good, dog. The beginning of Nobody is one of the best I agree. fucking, I literally just thinking like, that. slap. Yeah, especially if you play the album version. Hey. If you play the album version, that part is extended. That nigga sounded yeah. like auto-tunes before auto-tunes. Mm-hmm. Well, nah, because Roger Trotman was yeah. out. But before auto-tunes was hot. I want to leave you. I want to teach you. That shit... Right there was slap, <clears throat> but my prerogative that skyrocketed Bobby, and I can't I can't deny that mm-hmm. I can't deny uh, the hit that my prerogative was because I it was it, it was Bobby stepping out into his own and not giving a fuck what nobody said, and back then to go solo yeah. was hard. You wasn't Michael Jackson, boy. Yeah, that's what they was telling niggas. Like, you sure you want to quit the group? Cause you, it was at that time. It was only a handful of niggas that did it. It was Bobby Brown and motherfucking uh, 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 uh um, what's my uh my man's name? Uh, uh, he's a great songwriter to this day. Damn, I forget. He did a versus too. Bob, Babyface. Oh yeah. 
Well, now that we know for sure what happened in the background, we know that he did not leave the group. He got kicked out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, on top of that, this is not his first album. But it was a big middle finger to the naysayers. Exactly. Especially because that first album didn't do as good. Exactly. As people anticipated. So, I do understand that argument. But, I... Correct Some me if say I'm, I'm wrong, crazy, but I, but I don't give a damn. Maybe. I don't know. I could be corrected, but I thought nobody was a bigger hit than my prerogative. I think my prerogative was a way bigger hit. I, you we, could totally be right. We gotta look. My prerogative was Listen. that that put Bobby. That made Bobby Bobby. Because, mm. like you said, Bobby's first album it was good, but it wasn't enough for him to leave New Edition. My yeah. prerogative was, they was like, you don't need them bitch-ass niggas. Two of them niggas don't even sing no way. They just dance. <laughs> Let's see. Like, you just got two dancing niggas and three singers. Like, they they don't need, I mean, come on, man. Let's see. Uh, reception. Back in 88, 89, um, the Billboard chart for the Hot Black Singles, they actually had a chart called Hot Black Singles. Wow. Yeah. We are so... so um, I'm assuming it's called, um, that's the R&B chart. Yeah. Yeah. We, we so fucked up, y'all, man. Like, we do not know how segregated we still are. Yeah. Um, but right. They, they try to mask it now. Yeah. Oh, 86, man, that's just three years after I was born. Yeah. So, hot one. it was a Hot 100, number one. Um, and Hot Black Singles, it was number one. Hot Dance Club Play, it was number seven. Um, where else? UK Singles, it was number six. Okay. But it, it was number one here, so. And then year-end charts, it was number two on the Hot 100. All time, if you go from 58 to 2018, it was 507. Wow. So, okay. Let's go. Let's, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. Let's I'm go. sure nobody's not. Let's go to Keith. Yeah. But, let's see. My prerogative was. That's my prerogative. Stop asking questions on what I Hey, man. So, oh, number three for the Hot 100, mm. um, and now it's called Hot R&B and Hip Hop Songs. <laughs> wow. That's number one, and then U.S. Rhythmic is number one. Mm. Um, Year-end charts, it was 73 um, on the Hot 100, and R&B, Hip Hop Songs, it was 42. And then all time it was five forty two. So Bobby just beat him. Yeah. But yeah. Nobody was good. Nobody was really good. But prerogative. Yeah. So. Prerogative was a hit. Yeah, if we're gonna go by the, as the charts. What 
the thing I do like about verses is not about it's not just about the charts. It's about the impact. That is true. Yeah. My prerogative was a bigger impact. I get that. I get that. So I I can definitely go along with it made us ADH niggas feel like we had a platform. Yeah. We do what the fuck we want to do is our prerogative. What you say? Is that right. a cat talker? Yeah, so, we was weird. We, we was, yeah. Yeah. So, the way that they had him winning was 15-10. Bobby Brown. It sounds, I didn't write it down, but it sounds like with us going through it, he didn't win at all. No. No, no, so. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> It was six twelve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um that's that. Now, um, we did have a couple of uh a couple of um things I got from Twitter that was funny that we can go through. Let's see. While somebody's playing my body. Mm-hmm. That's how much you know Keith won in, in Kansas City. Yeah, they, <laughs> right. they bopping Keith right now in the neighborhood, nigga. Right. Straight up, nigga. KS, nigga. Oh, this is hilarious. Hold on. Let me go back to share my screen. This one was funny. said this is literally Bobby and Keith the past few hours Keep slapping the shit out of Bobby the whole fucking time. Alright. Then um there were a couple of others. I'm not gonna go through all of them because I did screenshot a lot. But let's see. <laughs> Which one was this one? This one. <laughs> Oh, did you get the uh, 10 for a bit? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that Bobby or Keith? <laughs> 
Because both them niggas was fucked up. I told you. I text you. told me don't ruin your time. Because I text you while I was watching. Like, this nigga Bobby high as fuck. That one was funny. Alright, so that was the verses. So next up, um, let's see. The next um thing to talk about is oh Shikari Richardson <clears throat> and Brianna McNeil in the Olympics. Um Basically, with the whole Shikari Richardson in a nutshell, um, she's the one that was supposed to be running the 100 meter. Right. And she got suspended for 30 days because she tested positive for marijuana. Um, if anybody has seen what's been going on with Shikari Richardson, um, her mom passed away. Her biological mom passed away. And she found out in an interview that... Her mom passed away when the reporter said something to her about it right after a race. So, she's been having um, a lot of mental situations going on. You know, dealing with the death of her, of her mom. And then she's been thrust upon us into this spotlight because the Olympics are coming up. And she's very talented. And now people are like criticizing her appearance so it's a lot that she's dealing with right now and with that she decided to self-medicate which she did it in a state where it's completely legal but she tested positive and now she's suspended for 30 days what i heard was that her suspension is going to be up right before the games start i don't know how true that is but um, what are your thoughts behind this? Um, first off, shout out to Nike. I will say that when Nike been under a lot of bullshit through the years for um, condoning or not condoning a lot of shit that was going on, um, especially with the whole uh, Colin Kaepernick thing and the and you know it was a lot of shit. It was racist flags on Nike. Whatever. Hey, shout out to Nike for actually um, keeping uh, keeping the sponsorship of her because I think that's the best thing to happen to that uh, that young lady's life, uh, regardless of getting into the Olympics or not. Um, that money right there will help her and her family for the long run, and she can um, forever be endorsed and do anything she wants to do because of that. I think um, as much controversy as she's getting now, it'll be a great disservice to her to even run for us because why would we put her through this scrutiny? Yeah. I, I wouldn't, if I was if, if I was anybody in her camp, I'd be like, fuck the Olympics. You know, because of the situation she's been through and because motherfuckers is, is lightweight and, and, and put leeway on everybody else but us as a people like Michael Michael Phelps uh Michael Phelps excuse me he kept getting caught getting high well he got suspended for that too he got suspended but he still was put up he in high resolves they're putting this up and then they're bringing up 
how she or how she do her nails, how she do her hair, all this all extra yeah. bullshit. Somebody, it, um, it's irritating, man. She don't need them, man. Yeah, somebody tried to say that her nails and her hair is indicative to a, a somebody that's on drugs or somebody that's dumb. yeah. They they so like, it, it, man, we don't need that um, shit. For one, her hair is wigs. <laughs> so I, I don't want to. Like, I don't ever want to be that kind of like. That like not not try to uh spot out the hypocrisy mm-hmm. that, that that be popping. So yeah. she don't need the Olympics to be great. I'm telling you, she don't. She she's already great, you know. Um, Glenn says you can't smoke weed in women's Olympic sports, but you can have a dick. Um, that's actually Whoa. incorrect because they test on the testosterone. Whoa, sir. Um, they test on the testosterone levels. And the, and that's a controversy too with the Olympics now because there is a trans person that is trying to compete and they're being denied because of their testosterone levels. So, I I wouldn't want my daughter competing against somebody that had you know what I'm saying that get that that was born with with the fucking anatomy that I have. I mean that's just me. I'm not I'm not. Shutting down transgender people, I think they are uh, beautiful people, and whatever they choose to do, they choose to do. I just feel like if you were born a male and you and you identify as a woman, sports uh, at that level, like Olympic wise, because of the testing that they do, that, that shouldn't even be something that you. Um, try to get involved in because you're gonna forever get shunned out, and it's not because of your you being transgender. It's because biologically you have too much shit in you that they're gonna test. I feel like they're separated for a reason, and if you're gonna continue to separate them, then you can't blur the lines. So if we're going to say that a trans woman can compete against um, cisgendered women, then we need to just make it not all inclusive. Right, we don't we don't need to separate them. We just need to put them together. And but, I would agree with that. If we had males yeah. against women against trans, yeah. I would totally agree to with put, that. You just need to put them all together. Yeah. At, at that point, that way that you ain't gotta you ain't gotta t- test nobody's testosterone level. You ain't gotta check to see if they no. have a dick or not. Like it's, it's no, we not just gonna we just gonna base point. it off of whose talent is better. Right, right. So I, I totally mean, agree with yeah, that. Yeah, like we don't need to separate it if it's gonna come down to that because, um, because where who you're not gonna. You're not gonna um, accommodate everyone when you get to no, and it's always like gonna that. it's gonna be forever an unfair advantage, right? Um, when you start basing it on when when you try to get out of genders, but you still base it on genders, it's gonna forever be a dis disadvantage for right. either party. Either this person because they're transgender, they're gonna be shunned out of fights or 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 events that they should be they they feel like they should be a part of. Or you're going to have a, a woman who uh, who is going to shun a transgender for even trying to compete with her. Uh, men, too. Like, let, let's not get it twisted. There's a lot of women who made the transaction. There's a lot of men who are going to be like, I'm not getting in the ring and fighting no bitch. And excuse me for saying that. I'm going to just keep it real. A lot of, a lot of people are going to say that. You, you're going to be forever at a disadvantage if it don't become inclusive, like you just right. said. Like, right. 
it's 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 not it's doing you a good a, a great disservice. Yeah, yeah, because you're we're not when you get to talking about physicalities and stuff like that. Like we're not talking about if you have what type of genitalia you have, because that that part of it doesn't matter. No, it's just talent. Yeah. So. We, yeah. we should all be smart enough to realize at this point, it's all just talent. We know great soldiers that are men and women. We know great athletes that are men and women. Mm-hmm. We know great people that are men and women. It, if we're going to get into that, we should not start placing um, motherfuckers in categories. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying if, if you want to walk around saying I'm 100% woman, you feel the right to. Because I'm going to walk around and say I'm 100% man. But at the same time, if we're going to be on a competing level, it should not be gender-based. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to, if, if you want a legitimate spot. Yeah. 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 So that that's that on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But back to um, the Shikari Richardson situation. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's, it's very unfortunate that... In 2021, when in a lot of places weed is legal, um, there's still repercussions when you do use it. So yeah, we I don't know I don't know what they need, I don't know who are the powers that be if they're American or if it's something that has to deal with the Olympics or what. It's the Olympics. It it doesn't have anything to do with America. Because if America made the decision, she would have been fine. Okay. So uh, it's the Olympics. It's the Olympics. It's the Olympic it. rules. Okay. So they really need to um, relook at those rules because there's a not only in the U.S. but worldwide. There's a lot of places that are more acceptable now than when the rule was initially put into play. And the main rule when it comes to drugs that they really need to be looking at is the doping, the, mm-hmm. the performance enhancing. There's exactly. nobody that's a pothead that's going to run a 100 meter and win. Like that is So not, you say. But I'm just saying that just walk around just high all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just like a legit pothead. Like I think she smoked it. I don't think she's a pothead though. You know what I'm saying? Well, Michael Phelps admitted to being a pothead, and he won, what is that, nine gold medals? Okay. So if he's a pothead. That's what I'm saying. So. But it's a downer, though. So, like, it's not not affecting him. But the thing is, we have to, the same basis we did heroin and opium on, Mm -hmm. we, we, we should totally reverse it. Like that because at one point heroin and opium were medication, so um, and then that turned into a, a high level drug. But marijuana started off as a high level drug, so why don't we wean it down worldwide as just a medication? Yeah. So it wouldn't be any controversy over it because everybody, well not everybody, but at least seventy percent of the world views marijuana. Uh, flowers as medication because of the properties in marijuana. Yeah. So and to your point, Glenn says cannabis is an anti-inflammatory used after running for recovery. See? Yeah. So, let's, I mean, we, we have to stop uh, making people uh, look like victims because they smoke weed. Mm. You know, 
Oh my God, man, give her a pass. She did this and that. Nah, it's a fucking medicine. It's a flower. Yeah. My nigga, it's a flower. Yeah. Let's not do that. And it's not like until you find uh medical reasons for things to be used, um, that's when you take it off the you know what I'm saying? That's when you start calling it uh different things. Case in point, like I said, with heroin. And opium, all that was medication based. So at first, everybody was taking opium and heroin. It wasn't a problem. Mm -hmm. So now that marijuana is based as a medicine, why should it still be a problem? Right. Like, that's something that should be scratched off the board. I would rather put my money on a nigga that smokes weed than a nigga that's got to shoot up heroin before it runs. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. I just... Like you think of a you think of weed as a downer, so it's it's not altering the way that she's running. Like it's not it's not it's not a hindrance to her. You know what I'm saying? Like she's still able to function on a high level. And then certain weeds don't do that. Certain weeds are body, and certain weeds are focus. You know, saltivia, indica, those are focus weeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then at the end of the day, it's still a um, medication. Some people can't focus. They need that. Some yeah. people, you know what I'm saying? Some people over-focus, so they need that. That's where Indica is there. It keeps you grounded. Right. I, I so could talk about can, this all day. <laughs> right. So if they, if they can accept somebody on anti-anxiety meds and stuff like that, they should be able to accept exactly. somebody that smokes weed. Exactly. So, yeah, so that's that... Um, you know, we rooting for her. There is a petition out. I did sign it to um, have her compete. I don't think she needs to compete for it. I think we should be done with competing with uh, competing for a, a country that doesn't give a fuck about us. That's just my opinion. I, I, I can buy that. I, I, I feel like if well. we, we do our we, uh, heredity charts and we find out like we like 70% Haitian, we should run for them. I'm just that, I, I, I yeah, just, but then that that'll be going against America, and if America wasn't the one that did it, if it was the Olympics, then it just goes back to your original point of not competing. For it do, it's I I know that's that's true, but it's just the way that that America, because I'm in America, I only seen what American people did, mm-hmm. how they how they just tried to like label her a certain way because of her nails and her fucking hair. Yeah, yeah, like but. If you love her, you should res- know what I'm saying, respect right. what she. Right. You, you should, everybody should be in an uproar over this. I had to get in the comments before all this weed stuff happened. I had to get in the comments on some people and be like, okay, let's not forget that we did have Flojo. You know, and she was a Amer- she was an American treasure, and she had nails long longer than the days. Right. You know what I'm saying, and her style was second to none. You know what I mean, and we loved her. We loved that about her. But we wasn't that sensitive back then. We too sensitive about. Anything now. Yeah, but I love, but I love that about Shakari. She looks like she looks like the women of today. You know. Yeah, she should be. Right. And she should represent what America is. Right, right. I love her with with the colored hair, with the long fingernails, with the tattoos. Her being queer, I love all that. About all her. that. You know but when I mean? America turned their back on her, she should have been like, nah, because America should have stepped up. Mm-hmm. I, I, America has been stepping up. I ain't gonna hold you. Like they've been stepping up because. Because of the fact that she's been um, suspended and can't do the Olympics and whatnot, 
of course we the general census is that the fastest people come out of Jamaica so it's been like this whole thing between Jamaica and America on Twitter now because Jamaicans are ecstatic that she can't run mm-hmm. but that's how much she intimidated y'all you know what I'm saying so um, Glenn says I'm with Lily. they all should sit out the Olympics to show them we can say fuck y'all to America yeah. But but my thing is, and I really hate to say, and I I don't, don't want to double back on nobody, um, but I will double back on what I said uh, because I don't really think it's America. I just think it's the judging. Like, if if I was in her camp, I'd be like, we don't need the Olympics. We don't need the Olympics to still be great, right? You know, because on a worldwide level, outside of the Olympics, we're they don't they they don't do those uh silly ass tests like that. She could still be the greatest. Um a lot a, a lot of runners were the fastest people in the world that just dealed on just a world circuit, you know what I'm saying, world meters. She can do that with the endorsement she's getting and still be great. She doesn't have to prove herself for people that want to shun her for shit. And that ain't got nothing to do with America. Like you said, that's the work for the world to try to put that staple on her. And then for America to, um, uh, for me, from what I'm looking at, for America to just, like, not really have her back like I think they should. Yeah. Like, I think, like, Fox and CNN should, they should be on that shit. Talking about, yeah. man, that shit's stupid, nigga. It's niggas that we hire smoke weed. What the fuck y'all talking about? Right, right. Yeah. It's the whole, because I thought about the whole them sitting that out before as well. And... It'd be different if it was America that was coming down on her about the weed and suspending her for the weed. Then I would be like, yes, every black athlete that's um, competing for America needs to sit this out and see how far y'all get. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But if it's not America, if it's the Olympics that are making her sit out or suspending her or whatever, then that's not going to make or break them all the black people in America sitting it out mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so only thing I can think of is that people don't watch that's the only thing I can think of I don't know maybe you can come up with something different however um, to move on to another Olympic situation that's not getting as much um, media play as this one is uh, the Brianna McNeil situation now, Brianna McNeil, she's in track and field as well. I don't know what she does specifically because I saw a picture of her doing hurdles. But yeah. I don't know if that's the only thing she does. But her situation is <clears throat> everybody knows that um, due to the pandemic, um, the Olympics, among a bunch of other stuff, got postponed. So that's the reason why the Olympics is happening in 2021 as opposed to last year in 2020. Um January of 2020, Brianna McNeil um, unfortunately had an abortion. And. Damn. Homicide. Um, yeah. And uh, she had the abortion because she wanted to compete in the 2020 Olympics. Now, right after her. Um, abortion 
she was on some medication that knocked her out. When they came and knocked on her door to go drop, she didn't hear. She didn't hear them come knock on her door. So it was put down as basically a failure to, uh, what's that called? A failure to drop. So because of that, um, they suspended this lady for five years. Now in January 2020, nobody knew that anything was going to be postponed because of the pandemic at that time. I don't even think at that time the pandemic was in America. Because um, I don't think it really hit America till like February or March. So, because of that, she felt like she could have... She really is feeling um, remorseful and very depressed that she had this abortion. Because she could have had her baby and still been able to compete. Um, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And so now, um, they have suspended her for five years. So she won't be able to compete this year. And she won't be able to compete four years from now. So, um, yeah, I came across this topic or came across this situation a couple of days ago. And... I just feel like it's just really unfortunate. They she's tried to appeal the situation. She's provided paperwork. She thought that the abortion clinic got the date wrong for the um for the actual procedure. So she thought she was putting the correct date on the paperwork. So now they're saying that the um, documents were forged. So it's a it's a whole lot, and then on top of that, they don't really start throwing allegations on somebody about doping when they fail to drop until it's three failures. She's only had one failure, and they're already doing all of this after one failure, as opposed to the three that is supposed to take before they start doing all of this. So, um, what are your thoughts on the situation? Well, I think it's messed up. First of all, like um, she because of the Olympics, she uh, she put herself in the turmoil of having an abortion. You know, I really want to say that, like, because I don't, I really think it was her um, competitive nature because she wanted to compete at that level, but at the same time. Um, it's still a it, it's still a messed up situation that she had to she had to give up something in order to receive something and it was taken away mm-hmm. because of oversleeping but like like I, she was knocked out she was yeah hey for them not to for anything to come out the way it is and for them to still stick to their guns it's I, 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 it's, it's, it's very disrespectful. It's, and it's, it's just real messed up. It's, every time I think about it, I just be like, damn, like that lady forever just gonna keep sacrificing. Like yeah. whatever happens from here on out, so far she's gonna forever keep sacrificing in order to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. say for instance, they do look at this and then give her a shot. 
it's, it's still the it, it, it still was an ultimate sacrifice, and it's still going to be a sacrifice because they're going to say, if we give you this shot, you can't even talk about it. Yeah, you know that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So she's forever sacrificing in order for a competition that dwindles every four years. Mm-hmm. So that's the tragedy for me. It's just a tragedy all the way around because that's a decision that I'm sure is not easy for someone to make, you know, and to find yourself in a situation like that, just off top, has to be very um, traumatic. And you have, and to pick between something that you wanted to do all your life that you've been training for for years on top of years on top of years and then this situation happens and you have to make that ultimate decision on should I go forth with having this kid or should and potentially never have a chance to compete or should I go forward with my lifelong dream and terminate this situation she chose the latter and ended up being scrutinized and um, penalized for it you know because even when she when it initially happened that um, she was having to go in front of the committee and explain stuff like that she was trying to not tell them specifically the procedure she just said that she had a medical procedure but they kept pressing the issue of course so she had to tell them like it was an abortion you know Um, then she had to provide the, the documentation and then because of the date being changed on the documentation um, they started talking about oh it was forged even when they tried to go back and tried to talk to the doctors and all that kind of stuff everybody vouched for her that this was the situation it still was like yeah no and then on top of that when it takes three before they start getting um, into the whole Suspension and all that, and it was just one time for her. She's never had this issue before, never gave them no problems before, and it was just this one time. And they're doing all of this for this one time. That's that's wow. That's just yeah. It's, it's a it's it's, it's a situation where yeah they they got to give her a due process, but I still wouldn't. I just feel like you know at this point, um, the controversy like we don't need. She doesn't need the Olympics anymore just like homegirl and the latter doesn't need the olympics and i hate to be like fast forwarding like this because i know we live but this is the fourth of july and i have things to do (laughs) don't mean to be like that because this is a real situation we can speak on it further through podcasts but we gotta wrap this thing up because i got things to do i got family to see um um i believe those two women should be totally shunned on the Olympics. I feel like someone needs to support uh, the young lady that had the abortion and go through that. Like, um, Because if she is the af- athlete that she says she is and that people believe she is because she was going to Olympic trials, she should be endorsed and she should be praised for the sacrifice she made. <laughs> he said, oh, look at them all cute and matching outfits. First of all, my guy, <laughs> check this out. 
Parker Brothers shirt, I, I, I can bring you one. Tell me what your size is. You know, this is a brand. This is not what I'm wearing. But uh, we uh, because it's the 4th of July, we try to do something for the 4th of July every year. So I do have a Parker Brothers shirt for the 4th of July that I am going to put on. But thank you very much, Glenn, for the for the shout out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of, of me and baby trying to look alike. But nah, but that's just a dress that baby decides to put on. Oh, so it wasn't on purpose. No, nah, that wasn't yeah. on purpose. That's just how life works because we match each other. Bam, that's why we having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that on that. So, um, so the last thing, fucked up song of the day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Song's Infidelity. Yeah, Me For You, Infidelity too. So we're gonna just move on into that, and then we're gonna wrap this shit up, B. Hell yeah. Yep, yeah, cause it is the fourth. So, we're gonna go ahead and pull that up. All right. Beyond this pedestal, no matter how much I let you down, it's too long, too long. It's a real, it's a feel song, not a real song. That's what he's saying. No, I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying. You know. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see. So the intro. Um, you kept me on this pedestal. No matter how much I let you down, too long, too long, too long. Now you're trapped. Now you trapped. My love for you ain't going nowhere, nowhere. Only, only, only. She told me I'm dying. I'm trying to survive. Never be enough if it's just just me for you. And now she questioning if it's real when I, I say, say I, I love, love you. you. 
I guess it's hard to feel when I'm never even there. Actions speak louder than words, and they say I don't care. Hey, but I know, I know what's in my heart if I can hold it right now. You see, it's only beating because you hold a nigga down. Think about that for a second now, baby. Baby! Uh-oh, uh-oh. I can't say it's right when I'm running through the night. Oh. <laughs> Your restaurant is store can't afford to lose. Oh. So busy doing wrong, will I ever get it right for you? Oh. She deserves something better. And, and I, I know, know she, she does. does. I know she does. But I'm never going to let her because she knows my love. Um, You can never find another man. Cause I ain't, I ain't never gonna understand if it ain't me for you. Me, me for, for you. you. Me for you. Even though I'm doing wrong, girl. Doing wrong. <laughs> you can never move along, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's just me for you. <clears throat> Verse two. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not stopping. Yeah. Me for you and you for me. That's, That's the way it's gotta be. Even though I'm in the streets, fucking with these fucking freaks. Stupidly, truthfully, I know you've been so through with me. You put up with my foolery. I guess you got so used to me. And my infidelities. And through the bag. You seen a better man than me. You pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they put me down. You try to leave me out. I'm going to tie you to the ground. Baby, look what you allow. Baby, look what you allow. Oh! Baby, look what you allow. Uh-oh! And I never find no nigga in my house. Who that? Speaking in the background. Huh? She deserves something better. And I know she does. And I know she does. But I'm never going to let her. Kill a nigga dead, that's just my love for you. You can never find another man, cause I ain't ever gonna understand if it ain't me for just me for you, you. <laughs> that shit slap, nigga. That song is so great and so terrible in the same breath. Listen, all right, check this out. I said this before the uh, before we did the podcast. I let my um, my girl listen to this. Um, I think it was the first time my girl heard it. She said, vocally, one of the best songs Trey Song did. Lyric wise, this shit was terrible. She said no man should ever think like that. But that's just, hey, listen. But I respect his honesty. Yes. You know. As I said, it's not a real song, it's a feel song. He's not sugarcoating how he feels. And and as toxic as it can be, that's some real shit. I said he needed therapy. Exactly. Babe said he needed therapy. I agree. He does. He has some deep-rooted issues that uh, probably started when he was like 15. I don't know. Um, I'm just throwing it out there, but but that's how some men think. You know what I'm saying? They feel like they can just do whatever the fuck, you know, and you just gonna be there. But once you had enough and you ready to go, that's not an option on their end. They're not gonna let you go. And I think all men have felt that though. I think every man has been in a situation where um, they felt like 
you know, they was going to do what they wanted to do as a man, and that woman was going to have to take it. Um, when I say man, I mean man who actually uh, uh, were doing what they supposed to do for a woman. Like, you know, it's been a lot of niggas that's just dick slangers that had this type of attitude, but the nigga who was the, the dick slanger and the provider and, you know what I'm saying, and doing whatever, he was he was doing some stepping out and doing whatever he wanted to do, but he still had this same uh, narrative. He was like, where's she going to go? She not going to, like, I, you know, it, it just works that way. Like, sometimes it works that way. Because uh, as much as we say this is a toxic song, or excuse me, y'all say it's a toxic song because I say it's an amazing song. Oh, no, I love the song. Um, you know, it comes from a real place because it's a lot of women that are going to put up with that. And um, that's true too. Shout out to um, Trey Songs for putting that uh, that segment of Boardwalk Empire on the on the back end of that because that was always one of my favorite uh, scenes in Boardwalk Empire uh, when she was trying to uh, when his girl at the time was trying to uh, tell him everything he was doing wrong when. She knew about it and she dealt with it and she she tried to make an issue out of nothing. Mm. So I always thought that was an amazing scene and for him to put that at the end of that song, kind of, I, I guess now that I'm even saying it out loud, it kind of like bigged up the toxic nigga that I was. Like it was like, well, get the fuck out of here. You knew what the fuck this was in the beginning. Mm. You make a lot of noise about how uh, much of a good person you are, but a good person wouldn't be here right now. So as much as I'm at fault, you're at fault. Yeah, because you did. Cause you you allowed, you allowed this, mm-hmm. baby. Look what you allowed. Yeah, but that's kind of gaslighting. Eh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say gaslighting. Why? Because if you knew what I was doing, this say. But you're saying it's my fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. You're saying it's my fault. I'm not I'm allowing this shit. But no, we're talking about the lyrics now. But I'm talking about the the, the segment. In the mm-hmm. segment, he wasn't saying it was her fault. He's saying if that's how you felt, you should have felt that way in the first place, because you already knew what it was. So for you allow, for you to know what it was and you to keep dealing with it, why are you upset now? What makes you so upset today? You can be upset. You can change your mind. Okay. You maybe you've come to the realization that now, yes, this is pretty fucked up. And you change you change your mind without making me change mine. You just you move on. You don't you can't change my structure because my structure has been working. No, I can bring it to your attention and you can do with it as you may. If you choose to stay the same, then yes, that would be left up to me on if I stay or go. So that that part is correct. But if I'm telling you this shit is fucked up. This whole arrangement. And, what yeah. a man. And I do nothing more. If you and then you choose if you and choose to fix to the situation, then we can work together. But if you choose to still be an asshole, then that's my decision to if I stay or go. But I but me bringing it to your attention that yeah, this may have been okay in the beginning, but I'm not with it no more. You can't fault me for saying that I changed my mind. I'm not following you. Yeah. I don't think he was at any. You you make a lot of noise for a good person, but you knew what it was from the jump. Yeah, I knew what it was from the jump, but now I changed my mind. I'm not cool okay. Then no change more. your mind. Keep it moving. But that's that's my point. But the I'm song in the song, he like bitch. No, I'm gonna in tie the, you to the ground. In the song, the song makes it 
Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. yeah. This, this and song, song is worse. gaslighting. This song is the song. Yes, the song is super yeah. gaslighting. Yeah. Cause it's you know, come on, man. It, it, you know what it is. You, you, but you love me, right? Yeah. Like, you know I love you too. I, I just got these problems. And, and, I got these I things mean, you I'm going through, baby. You allowed it. Look what you allowed. I, I, I got a problem, baby. I need help. I need help, baby. You gonna help me? <laughs> help me, baby. Hey. And we can be together. I love this song, by the way. Uh, shout out to Trey Songs yeah. for being vocally amazing on it. Yeah. And uh, having such a toxic song that I will listen to it on repeat. Because as much as I want to say shit, I don't say shit in real life. Because what the fuck? I'm not losing the girl I got. We about to have a family. Yeah. I've always loved this song. But... I've always acknowledged the fact that it's a fucked up song. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. I don't know what this is about me, but... Hey. If Jasmine would have met me when I bumped this every day, she would have been like, you know what? <laughs> He's not the guy. <laughs> He's and not I the guy. To, I have to rethink this red flag here. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a total red flag. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But... Um. Yeah, so that is Trey songs, me for you, infidelity too. Infidelity too. We're gonna go. We're yeah. we're definitely gonna come back on this because this is one of my yeah. favorite songs. I want more insight on this song. I want more people to to. to yeah. So you want to do a come, deep dive? Yeah, I want a deep dive into how deep and how much this song can affect people because this song is amazing. Right. This is. This is such a great song. This is our second time talking about it. Uh, yes. You know? So we might as well make it a trilogy. So, but Belen says, help me to help you help me. <laughs> Basically. All right. So that is episode 25 of the Ish We Talk. Um, any Jerry's final thoughts? I don't have any Jerry's final thoughts. Well, I do have Jerry's final thoughts. Listen, uh, when you're about 12 to 17 beers in, don't shoot in the fucking air, my nigga. Let the fireworks fly and let it be what it is, man. I do not want to hear on the news somebody lost their life because a nigga drunk and don't know how to shoot to the sky. And, he, and, and, and it ends up being a tragedy. Let's not do that, man. It's July 4th. Um, it's supposed to be we're celebrating Independence Day. It's fireworks day. Let's do it for the kids, and let's and let's just enjoy ourselves and enjoy our families and be able to go home, all of us. Let's do that. There's been so many weekends where all of us ain't been able to come home. Let's do that this weekend, please. And that's my final thought. Uh, can't agree more. Yep. So that is episode twenty-five of the Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys. On episode 26. Exactly. Yeah.